Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Sports Tech Atlanta Seed Talk with your hosts Taylor and Sterling Mack. The brothers back at back at it. There's new new additions into the into the last name, power last name of Mack. A lot of stuff has happened over these last couple last couple of weeks, last couple of months, really. That's why there's there's been a little 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 ebb and flow. Long long ebb. Now we're back to flowing. You know, your boy right here got. Uh, Got the jersey up in the rafters, so we'll keep it up in the sports in the sports analogy, sports terminology there. So back fresh from the honeymoon, we're, we're we got the episodes popping. You have NBA, you got NHL rolling, you got MLB baseball kicking into gear. Playoffs season is among us. Sterling, how how you doing out here? I just want to caveat for the listeners. Taylor is the one that got married, uh, but uh, congrats, don't, man! It was hey brother, don't don't run from it. <laughs> don't don't separate yourself from it. Don't okay. don't do that. Don't do that now. See, don't, don't draw that line in the sand. But yes, yes. Thank you for the clarity on that one. Uh, good to be back in the saddle. Uh, just like being back in the saddle. Uh, dropping fifty, fresh off of a major comeback in the playoffs. There's been a lot of major. Not even there's been major upsets. Let's put it that way. One through eight officially seeded wise is in it has yeah. made it into the semifinals in the NBA major upsets in the NHL but I know specifically because we we, we want to talk some stock when we're going to roll into this so people you get where we're going there's we're talking trading players as a there's a uh, big um kind of announcement that that was out for one of our platforms that are out there where you can basically do stock market exchanging for players but that pl- one player who will definitely have his stock raised was Stephen Curry what what what, yeah, what were you a, what were your thoughts? What are your thoughts on, his, on him quick, in the playoffs right now? Let me do a quick thing here. Uh, to your point, before we get into some of the sports tech stories, but I just I'm with I want to piggyback on what Draymond said in his post game. Right, I think so. So many times we we get into this and we're like, who's next? And we want to crown Trey as like the next Steph Curry. We want to say Jason Tatum's next or whoever whoever it is, and. Sometimes it's really nice to just step back and just revel in who's been here and who's done it and and the greatness that is, right? Um, it's exciting because Steph and LeBron are going to be able to play here. Um, I'm, you know, I'm out in Los Angeles now, so being able to be a part of that, right, to see them play one more time, probably one more time in the playoffs. But for Steph, backs against the walls, he can feel his team not playing well. Clay doesn't have it. Wiggins is like up and down. Jordan Poole is out of control at all times. And Steph's like, all right, I'm I'm gonna I'm truly gonna go put 50 on these dudes. And did it with like a smile, like this smirk on his face half the time, and like an F you to the Sacramento crowd. Uh it was unbelievable to watch. And it's just one of those things where again, just you have to just truly revel in what this dude continues to do. And it's a real conversation, man. If he gets to the finals, I'm not even saying that they win this year. If he gets to the finals again, right, that would be his, what, the eighth final, or excuse me, seventh final since 2015. That would be unbelievable to do that. And you really have to have a real, obviously he and Magic, like Steph's like technically a point guard, right? He's like a shooting point guard, but he's technically a point guard because of his size and everything. Uh, And he brings the ball to the floor. Mm Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a weird. It's gonna be an interesting conversation here moving forward. Does he break into the top ten if they get to the finals this year? 
And do we put, do we ever move him above magic? Right. I've always had magic as like maybe the fifth or sixth best player, obviously the best point guard of all time. So you're saying is does Steph leapfrog him as the best point guard to ever play the game? And then do you have him as a solidified top player to ever play the game as well? Is your question. It feels fair to do again. I think he's got to get the, just just because you put 50 on the Sacramento Kings in game seven in the first round doesn't do that. But if you get to the finals, Again, with this band of guys doing it this way. And again, I think it's the the span, right? Since their run started in 2015 and we're in 2023, like to do it really right within these like nine nine seasons, if you want to do it that way, like it's it's unbelievable. And I think that's that's the thing you kind of gotta think about. And then he's the all-time three-point leader and he's changed the game and from that perspective, all that stuff. Uh it's yeah, you gotta start to to really kind of think through pantheon right where do you put steph curry and i never thought i mean it's crazy to say man i never thought he would get close to like the top 10 players of all time and now there's a real conversation that he might be 11 so crazy you know i i think i'll, I'll be on the other side i play a little devil's advocate here and uh, you know some people like might be like hey who got who 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 got that first finals MVP when they went to that championship? He didn't get it. Durant got it. Then on top I mean, of it, that's a that's a actually, Mickey Mouse. That's actually, a Mickey Mouse. No, 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 no. Hold on, brother. Hold on, no. brother. I'll let you have your space. If you're me, gonna do me, this, though, give me my space. If you're gonna that's do this, a Mickey though, Mouse championship. Get the Mickey stats Mouse. right. Igudala got the first. If you're gonna do it, get the stats right. Iguodala Thanks for the correction, brother. Man, didn't need it. Who didn't get it? Steph didn't get it. Mickey Mouse championship. How long it take him to get his number one Finals MVP? You know who who didn't who didn't take that long? MJ. Don't put him up there in conversations with Magic, Will, Kareem, MJ. I'm just talking about I'm just playing. I'm just playing that aside. You got some listeners gonna be like Sterling. You 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 left. You're leaving awesome stuff. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Leaving awesome things. How are you going from Stephen A. to Donald Trump in the same rant? Excuse me. How are you doing? Excuse me. Okay. Um, but no, me. I wanted to start there because one, it's just like to honestly, I think what yeah. he did yesterday was uh I'm we're recording this on, on May 1st, and um what that I thought that was just unbelievable. But it led me into something I saw, I believe it was a Forbes article just kind of talking about an uh platform that we had talked about previously. Yeah, and it kind of you know wrapped into the NBA players because two of the founders are the owners of the Timberwolves, so it's Alex Rodriguez and Mark Lore. Mm-hmm. Um, so they introduce this platform. This platform is called Mojo, uh, yes, yeah. really using it around MLB players when they conceptualized this a few years ago. And what it is, is an athlete market, essentially allowing you to look at a position of an athlete and by their, as their performance changes, goes up or down, obviously Steph putting 50 on Sacramento, right? His goes up just a little bit, up takes a little bit, right? Um, and then you can buy that position and then essentially trade it like if you were trading uh, via the stock market. So um, really quick, little highlight a couple of things before Taylor jumps in. Uh, so since its inception, the company has raised over $100 million, uh, including $75 million via their Series A funding, um, backed by like the players, NFL Players Association, the Chainsmokers. Really quick thing on the Chainsmokers, they're actually raising their third venture fund. C- crazy, just to say that out loud. Um, Chris Rock, very uh, Gary V, uh, Michael Kives, Jason Derulo was also part of this. Uh, in Morris Jason Theater. Derulo. That wasn't needed. 
by anybody. You, you kind of have to always do that when you hear that name. Have you seen that Instagram really quickly on that where the guy's like, let's see if I can get through, let's see if I can listen, how long I can listen to a song before I hear the person's name. And he started off with Mike Jones it's and he did it. like eight, eight straight Mike, Mike Jones. Jones. The only and then now he's on Jason Derulo and he's done like two songs yeah. and like truly the beat drops and it's like, Jason, whatever. And you're like, why, why was this a thing in the two, hey. like late 2010s? Every every rapper had, had to announce their name, had to tell you who was coming on the track, except for Wayne, Lighter Flick. It's very true. Very true. But um, so, yeah, that's why we wanted to highlight this. I think it's always interesting when you're looking at a player evaluation, right? Um, and, and what that means in terms of like, will people be taking positions? Yeah. Right. Instead of like, obviously, it's all betting, right? Like the stock market is betting. But since... Right daily fantasy and true betting has really taken off do you feel like this is something that's gonna you know really kind of gravitate towards the the sports consumers i i think and i want to get your take on this because i think this speaks to a a larger climate and i want to say uh a, a big juncture that we're at right now and it can go left it can go right right now it seems like it's going left and left being the negative and let's let's talk with the confidence that folks have in a created market, a created value market um, that is based off of metrics and data and algorithms that the common person doesn't fully understand for the most part. And it's not something that truly is physically being able to be held. It's not it's not fully tangible to somebody, but you can get realized gains off of it if you hit it big. So let's go with the confidence that people will be able to have after you had disasters like SVB. I'm just using that as a, as the, sure. the, the big, the big bar, the start, the highest bar SVB. You've had the downfall of a lot of NFTs. You've had the disruption of the trading markets, online trading markets of the Robin hoods of the world. Um, uh, I was going to, I was, there was one, one with other in meta, but you basically your, your three biggest, mar uh, your, your, your three big facets of having your asset, your exchange, um, and all of that having, I want to say, a lot of confidence and faith brought down. So my question to you is with with Mojo, and I and I love the fact that, and I know we've talked about this before, we had Devin Hurt um, come on to our podcast for Prediction Strike, which is also in this market. And I think it's an amazing idea and the, and the concept I think can, can take off. That's why you you know, like you named and what you said for what they've raised and where they're going and who's a part of this venture or who's a part of this is, you know, who's a part of this venture. Um, do you think that it'll be crippled because of the major catastrophes? Um, Sam, Sam Bankman Freed, I don't even want to say his name the right way uh, for uh, FTX. FTX. So you've had all of these major players come, come across and everybody, who's just trying to, I guess, make a, make an honest dollar and, and do it, not get rich quick scheme, but make some good profit in an area where this is kind of the wild, wild west. Do you see the trust being able to cripple this a little bit and it not flourish the way that we originally thought? It's a loaded question. I think what's interesting about what you're maybe trying to get towards here is distrust, right? And if you, I looked into, I'll use a personal example. I looked at my, I had tried to not do, you try to not do it, right? Like look at your 401k or, or some of the stuff. Like I mm -hmm. logged into my Fidelity account over the weekend and I was like, man, you just like, you're just like 
shit, right? Yeah. Because of where the stock market's been and all the things that have happened here, right? And you you try to put trust into the to your point, right? There's some of the stuff that you don't truly understand, right? Like some of this is like, all right, like like there's movement, but there's you know there's there's uh, you know confidence on the street and all the other all the other factors into it, and you're like, oh mm-hmm. well, you know, I bet on the stock and it didn't work, right? And so trust and distrust is, I think, the the main kind of the things here. Mm-hmm. Will people trust in this? Probably, right? Because people trust athletes and people trust performance because it's it's something that you see on a daily basis, right? Now, obviously, Mojo's not going to tell you everything that goes into like their algorithms and how they're changing, you know, like the the positions of a certain player. But I think for if you're a consumer of sports, right? If you care about sports, if you watch it, or if you even do daily fantasy, right? Like you you feel like all right. I feel like today D Hop's gonna go out and get five catches, right? So I'm gonna put him in my daily fantasy or whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet on that. I'm gonna bet on him mm-hmm. to get over 200 yards receiving, something like that, right? Because mm-hmm. again, you could you can see it, mm-hmm. you can understand the matchups, you dive into. It. That's why I think this market is so big. So on one side, I don't think it's gonna be in that way because it's 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 not crypto, right? We're not talking about something that's like Bomani Jones calls, right? It's not funny money, right? This is real money that you're putting a position on a a certain player. Mm -hmm. Now, what you've got to trust, though, is the marketplace, right? And you've got to trust that people are going to be investing into this marketplace Mm -hmm. so that your position then has any weight, right? Any tangible weight to it so that you can actually make make money on it. And I I know that these platforms are are teaming up, and I and I think a a way with these players to where you can really legitimize the the shares that are coming from them, because I I think obviously in a revolution, and that's where I think that we are in this time frame. It's going to be rocky at first. I mean, the introduction of the stock market when it first originally came out, you had skeptics because you're like, well, we're, we're I'm backed off of what I what I can see. What I know, and that is I can see gold, I can see silver, I understand where my value, where our value can come from and where we can look. I'm just I'm just going from, you know, we had the gold standard in the past. Yeah. Uh, but then now you have the confidence. You're like, well, wait, why does when you look at the S&P 500, why, you know, what, what where did the creation for the shares of Walmart, you know, come from? And like and then how does all that start? But then but the confidence is there now because the system's been established for so long that you have the trust and you don't have that, I guess, volatile movement. So it's just I think you you laid out a lot of a lot of good points. And I think that I, had, I was curious about that just because I think this is a really good platform. I think this can, especially for the value that players are trying to get out of themselves. And uh, I forgot what player it was for the Panthers that, you know, got a lot of his got a lot of his um, got a lot of his contract in, in, in Bitcoin and then Bitcoin kind of went left a little bit, but it should rise back up. Are you talking about uh, the alignment? Um, Oh no! I was going Chargers. He was for the Chargers. Sorry, I was going to go NBA, and then Odell Beckham did it too. But um, Spencer Dinwiddie did it. Okay, yeah, and it's just, it's just like you know the confidence in the market, the confidence in the product. It's at it's rocky right now, and I think if it keeps if you keep having disastrous platforms, disastrous. Um, but that's but that's your but that's currency, right? No, not, not even currencies. I'm, you know I'm what talking. I mean? But I'm, I'm talking about FTX, right? That's, a, of course, like FTX now tanks a lot of stuff within crypto, right? Like it takes your trust within crypto away. But again, this is truly, I mean, I, mean, I look at well, this as what, anything. Isn't that, isn't that Logan, the Logan Paul or, or Justin Bieber NFT that they bought for $200,000 and now it's worth thirteen? 
So it's 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 like those yeah. examples you add in there too. So it's it's not just the exchanges or the or the major platforms, but the actual you know product and and uh, you know, that that comes from the the blockchain. And I, I don't want to just keep saying crypto. So it's just it's just kind of interesting. And I think there needs to be more positive. And I I think this is kind of on that way. But to to bring that confidence back, so that people do like you said, you have to have investors. You got to trust that people are. Or buying the product and buying buying into Steph will stay with him, uh, so that you know you have that you can build that consistency within the market. The yeah, I see what you're trying to get at. I mean, one uh, and maybe a better example of this is NBA Top Shot, right? Which took off. It really Ooh, obviously is okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. As NFTs were taking off, right in 2021, that mm-hmm. that marketplace took off. You know, we saw. I think someone paid like over a million dollars for a LeBron James NFT. And then right. now it's hard to you to truly, you know, we've seen a little uptick. I still have a few of my moments, right? So we've seen an uptick in some of the marketplace, but again, you need, you need something tangible there. You need, you need a utility to make an NFT marketplace functional. I don't yeah. think you need a utility around a true athlete marketplace. You really just need users, right? You need yeah. people buying and selling daily, just as you do, like the stock market doesn't work if people don't use it daily, right? Yeah. This this is the same thing, right? You just you truly just need people and you need an influx of cash on the marketplace every day, you know, moving moving the needle of of, of a position. Or posi- I should say positions. You know who you're starting to sound like? You sounding a little you sounding a little Kindle Royish. Yeah. What do you think? Let's just go bored. Hey man, are you caught up? Let me tell you. You just they just throw out work full full velocity, full, full boom. I think it's we need we just need to go. We just need to be dynamic. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. You think that's gonna play? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't I'm not gonna spoil I don't know. You don't have to yeah, no, no spoiler, no this, spoiler, I'm not no gonna spoiler. spoil it. So no spoiler alert here. I'm just I'm just gonna overview talk. I didn't think after episode three it could get better. It has gotten better. The to your point, the writing, the one-liners, Fantastic. the ability. The ability now for us to see different characters in different light. It's just uh I wish I wish it was not ending, but it's been unbelievable. And I, I don't like that I sound like Kendall because he's an idiot. So uh that's probably not a good <laughs> No, 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 no. I, can't wait, I, actually, I can't wait to listen back to what I just said. Oh no, you didn't sound like Kendall. I was actually gonna make the parallel and saying that a lot of these companies could people could say a Kendall Roy is leading them. For the, I want to say the the bu- a lot of buzzwords that they use, and um, you know, you see the fluctuation that they have within a lot of these companies and a lot of these products. But uh, so the trust is shaken. I don't want to give it on you. You didn't sound exactly like Kinderoy, but uh, it was that. it popped in my head of of a couple wor- the wording that you used. Uh, but it wasn't. You aren't Kindle. You don't have the Kindle Roy uh, idiotis- Id- idiocracy, idiocracy, idiocy, idiocy, idiocy. Yeah um yeah so i think uh well i mean it's i appreciate that uh so it's interesting definitely check it out leave us a little review you'll see it up on sports tech Atlanta media um uh, around mojo we'll put a little clip out there and also just like you know fact that they've you know what they're doing there so shout out to you know not that that mark lore and, and a rod need more kudos but shout out to them for bringing this to life here. So uh, the next one we've got is Ludex, another platform, not that we're trying to like highlight a ton of stuff that we've done previously or, you know, that had seed rounds or pre-seed and then we're, we're falling back up here again, because we took that little you know hiatus here with Taylor's nuptials and honeymoon. I'm just trying to get back to some news we saw out in the marketplace. So 
Ludex, which is based out of Chicago, is a AI technology startup that provides trading card scanning and pricing guide apps. Um, so they raised, again, previously $8 million in, in seed funding. I think the cool thing here we wanted just to, to really discuss probably quickly here is the, the company using the funds to accelerate growth and expand operations. They're going to do that trying to not just support sports cards. I think a lot of times when you hear the trading card you know, a space you think of, oh, I need to go get a, a Mike Trout or a Shohei Otani or a LeBron James or yada, 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 right? But I think the cool thing that Ludex is trying to focus on, and we've seen this, you know, Derek Jeter has had an app that came out recently, it's similar, where everyone's really trying to find a way for you to be able to scan and price your products, right? A lot of people for the longest time have been like using eBay or even breaking paths, packs on Instagram. So now with, with this funding and what they're going to be able to do is really kind of build upon their 200,000 community and now add some extra cards, right? So now you're, they're, they're going to get in like the mat, like magic right? gathering uh, into Pokemon, into some of the comic books and the star Wars and the Marvel uh, MMA as well, right? Wrestling soccer. So they're going to really expand upon, you know, if you're into the tr true, truly diving into the trading card market, they're going to be able to allow you to now really base and look at what, do, how do I evaluate my cards? What do I really have before you try to go, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough to really go. You got to spend money, right. To make money in the trading card market. Cause you got to get them graded all those type of things. So I think it's cool that they're, they're doing this and expanding in a way for really the whole card community, which I think is a really cool thing. Bye, 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 bye. Don't know how you can get in. They already uh, don't know where they are in the seed rounds, but if you can get in, that's where you want to get in. Were you doing that because it's it's May first and the whole in sync thing, or like what it's gonna be? It's gonna be me, or and like what were you doing there? Oh, it's gonna be May. Oh, nice. I didn't I didn't even think about that. No, I was just saying. I I just love. I we talked about this before, and I think the biggest thing opposite of what we talked about with Mojo is something that's tangible. I can see where the value the value is, and then mm -hmm. obviously it's just scanning you. You're telling you what your legitimacy is for whatever collectible you have. And then, you know, leading you off to where you can, you know, then either go trade it or do it live there. And it's just a, it's just a good platform, but it's because of the tangible marketplace for physical, I don't know you say physical, physical um, collectibles, which is very hard for people to, to get some scope on. Yeah, it is. Again, just the value of it, right? And especially a lot of people, I love the Pokemon aspect of it or Magic or Star Wars because those are trading cards that people have had for a long time. And now because of the marketplace taking off again, people are going back through their attics or like, oh, I'd had those as a kid. Let me see what that value is. So it's cool that Ludistics bringing this to the marketplace. So again, you know, similar here. If you check this out, leave us a comment, leave us a review. We'll put this in Sports Tech Atlanta Media um, and, and try to discuss it and, and see who's who's there kind of using this product. So we'll hit a few funding rounds. Taylor, stop me if you want to add any context to any of these here. Um, got a few of these, again, because we've, we've been off for a little bit. So uh, Springbook Analytics, which uses AI to convert 2D MRI scans into a 3D digital twin for muscle analysis, completed a $3 million seed round led by Transition Equity Partners and joined by the Blackhawks. Uh, Swedish startup Goals has raised 20 million in the Series A funding to continue development of a non-fungible token. Obviously, NFT. There, I know people thinking that we're getting out of the space. I think it's interesting that this got 20 million. Um, 
So they're uh, creating a soccer video game that can be a genuine alternative to a traditional simulations of the sport, such as EA Sports FC. The round was led by Reddit co-founder Alexis Ohanan's seven. 7-6 venture capital firm uh, with participation from Northzone, Moonfire, and Cassius. The company has now raised uh, $30 million, including $15 million in a seed round last year. The fresh investment will be used to increase headcount from 50 to 75 and accelerate development of the game. Uh, the last... Sorry, sorry, I got two more. Um, Form, which is... Uh, it's a smart gym hardware that can be used for strength training, uh, really like Bari or other exercise programs. It's got a flagship product that includes a 43-inch touchscreen display with a mirrored front and two cameras that allows people to join personal training sessions from their home. They just raised $12 million um, really to add a, a – it's crazy to kind of say at a market value of $115 million. Um, but – I think actually kind of cool here. One of those things where like, I think gyms are going to place these into, uh, into their gym. I think we've seen, uh, I'm an Equinox member. We've seen people go back into the gym. Equinox, you know, just kind of throwing out some data here, um, over Q1 of like what we've seen from, from customers going back and obviously what's happened on the other shift, right. From like the home workouts of Peloton, people not using those. So I think interesting here where Forbes kind of in the middle of that, right. They, they can kind of do their own thing, but also kind of get this or license this out to gyms. So it's interesting to see what they're going to do. And I think that's why they were able to get $12 million there. You walk with a towel around your waist or do you throw it over your shoulder when you're in, in the Equinox gym? What, uh, what type of gym? What type of man are you in the gym, Sterling? It's a great, it's a great question. Uh, to be honest, I do a little bit of both. Kind of depends on how I'm feeling that day. Oh, wait a uh, minute! Hold on, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. You, you, uh, you, you Manhattan Project swinging out here in the in the uh, from the, you watch me out truly, here. Like you know, if I go in and you know. I'm just air drying, Phil. Just, just air drying. How, how'd you, how'd, how'd you shoot out there in the court? I don't do that. Breeze? I don't air dry. That's weird. But like, I do. Like, if I, if I do shoot well, I'm not gonna lie. I just throw the, I just throw, I just throw the towel on, put the slides on, walk, walk all the way out in the showers. I feel good. But if I go, oh, you know, sure, two sure. for twenty, and then I just got like a workout in, I feel bad. I, I just like, you know, did, did a little bike workout or something. I put the towel around my waist. I don't feel good. Okay. Yeah. Because that's. I was like, I've seen people, people just, just roaming, roaming free. And I, I just, I, I, I got a bone to pick roaming free in the locker room. You always got to go towel around the waist. Towel. It just, it just give people just, 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 just a privacy thing. People just normal. I feel like it's a normal. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think a lot of times though, like the towels are long enough to where like, I mean, you got to like, I mean, obviously you're like exposed, but like it's not like you're just like, but I'm not like butt naked. I'm also not one of those people that stands there like to your point, like with the air dryer. Mm-hmm. I don't understand those people. Truly, there's, there's some confusing, there's some confusing actions that I've seen in locker rooms dating all the way back from high school locker rooms to college locker rooms, professional, and then now in the professional corporate world locker rooms of your Equinox. I don't know if Planet Fitness, but plant just to parallel so people understand. Uh, yeah, it's just it's always funny to see people. So I that didn't mean to derail you. You can go to Ticket Rev next, but I was very curious to see what type of mannerism Sterling carries around in Equinox. Now I see if he feels like he's Steph Curry. 
he's big man around campus. And then if he, I haven't had one of those days in a while, so my shot's been a little off. <laughs> so, not gonna lie to you. So, um, yeah, last one here uh, is Ticket Rev. So, Ticket Rev launched a new mobile app that um really its mission is to help fans find better deals on live events we've had these in the market now for a little bit right game time some others but i think this is really cool uh, because through the platform fans are able to name their price and preferred seating location enabling ticket sellers and teams to accept these requests and liquidate unsold inventory right so if you're like me and you're like i don't feel like paying a thousand dollars for this lakers warriors game i just want to come in see my man steph play you can try to use ticket rev and do that. Really, it's really designed, I think, for the regular season and, you know, to find a, a better ticket, um, which is super cool here. So they are able to uh, to raise here uh, 1.1 in their pre-seed funding, uh, which is led by 500 startups, Soma Capital, Groove Capital, Techstars, uh, and the Minnesota Twins. So that rounds us out there. I think really good discussion there just on, you know, I, I think marketplaces, uh, what Ludex is doing, what Mojo's doing, and then some funding rounds here. So um, continue to rate, subscribe, like um, at Sports Tech Atlanta Media. You can find me at Mac. You can find Taylor at TaylorMac29. But we appreciate it, and we'll see you in the next edition of Sports Tech Atlanta Sea Talk.